0: Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to The Wind Up. A weekly recap show where
1: we, Sean
0: Philip Nader,
1: and Maya Crafone,
0: go over the latest episode
1: of RuPaul's August Drag Race, Drag Race Down, Under. Down Under. We'll be discussing all of the events from each week's episode leading up to the finale.
0: And having a cheeky vino
1: or two as we do it. And tunes to this episode. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Wind-Up, a weekly chat show where I, my microphone, and my co-host, Sean Philip Naylor, recap and review each week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, from the very beginning all the way up to the finale. Don't forget you can follow us over on our Instagram, thewindup underscore pod, to keep up to date with all of the backstage shenanigans, including outtakes and other tidbits, you can follow both of us at Sean Phillip Official and at my microphone with an F, not a B-H, um, to keep up to date with what we're up to as well. Otherwise, hello, Sean. Hello. <laughs> Cheers. That's Cheers. A, what was that? <laughs> it's
0: been a long day. It's been a. Long, I don't know if you heard, hello. but I've been away working on a cruise this week, this past week. Uh, so I am
1: no, pooped. That was me, thank you. Oh. That was me. That's <laughs> so right. I was a lady of, I was a lady of luxury for the past week, and now I'm back to being a busy working girl on land. Okay.
0: Now I was intensely following along your cruise journey. Um, yes. And I know that there was no runway for you really on that cruise, but I I think your best look for me outside of Little Mermaid Vibes and um and I did like your brown wig but your Gatsby outfit, hello
1: Oh you like that.
0: Love that. Love the hair, love the shoes, love the dress, love everything.
1: So I I didn't have a Gatsby outfit, so I was like, fuck, what do I wear for Gatsby? I don't have anything like fringy or like nineteen twenties. But I had that nude lace dress and I had that coat that I was wearing as well. I'm like, oh, that'll do. Let's pair those two together. And I curled that wig that day on the boat. Don't recommend doing that. No, because I had it between my knees and I burnt my knee and I burnt both hands and I burnt other bits and pieces just from slipping because the boat was rocking and not your flats, you know, I hope. No, no, they were safely tucked away. Um but I burnt other bits and pieces and it was just not a, not a fun experience. So I don't recommend trying to curl a wig or curl hair on a boat. Um, but no, it was a fun, a fun wig. I love that Gatsby outfit. I, my personal favorite is my new profile picture on both Facebook and Instagram that, Ooh, yes. That's that striped nice. outfit with the brown hair while the oceans behind me is, ah, well. oh, that was a stunning photo. Just like top model quality right there.
0: That's right. You look like a Rue girl. If ever I've seen one.
1: Let's get me on next season. <laughs> right, so before we get stuck into this week's episode, quick thoughts on this week. Uh,
0: one of the strongest episodes for me, I think um, obviously we're going to delve into a lot of this, but Hannah Condor's mm. Middle Perth. I think I've watched that about six times. So <laughs> uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> the swimsuit. And the runways, not sure about that. And um, I have some very, very serious thoughts about the lip sync. What did you think?
1: I thought I loved the idea of the challenge. I mean, they always do a branding challenge. So, loved that. Um, loved the concept of the runway, not too fussed on the execution of the runway. And yeah, I have some very strong thoughts on the lip sync as well. Um, but all right, let's get stuck into it. So last week obviously we said goodbye to Yuri Guy. Um she Yuri left Bye. A lo- <laughs> Yuri bye. She left a lovely me- era message which is live fast, eat ass. There was something else in the m- in the middle that I couldn't read and couldn't understand what the queens were saying. And then she named Spanky for the win. Yes. Um, so Spanky seems, seems
0: to be winning over a few hearts, doesn't she?
1: Yeah, I mean, would not have picked that coming into episode one.
0: Um,
1: lots of love for, for Yuri from the queens, including a resounding group. Come! I mean, I think that's going to be Yuri's thing just for the next foreseeable future. Is just everyone's just going to look at Yuri and just be like,
0: come! I
1: <laughs> wonder if she has any regrets. No. Some queens generally don't have regrets. Um, Speaking from experience. I, I plead the fifth. Um, so when we get the queens coming back into the workroom, they're still singing that Bosom Buddy song. And I still hate it. I hate it. I oh, hate that Bosom Buddy song. You can listen
0: song. to it on Spotify now.
1: No, 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 no. I fucking hate it. That Bosom Buddy. It's, I mean, it's catchy because it gets stuck in your head. But I hate it. Hate it. Last week, last week's, last season's. Song was much better.
0: Queens
1: um, down under. Right? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that yeah. one so much more. Queens down under. Our talk is tight. Queens down under. Dun dun because we fight so much better than birds and I know. Graham. Ugh, no, horrible. Um, I do want to make a quick note. So mm. we're at episode six. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're already at our top five. Which compared to the most recent US season, season fourteen, at episode six, they still had ten Queens remaining.
0: Well, even last year we had more episodes than we do
1: this year. Nope. Nope.
0: No. I'm sure we did. Still I un- did be nope. told me.
1: Still only eight. Really? Yep, you jump on stand and there's still only the eight episodes. But we had four queens going into the finale because Art Simone came back. <gasps> Whereas we've had no Ooh. we've had no one come back this season. Mm. and just a little precursor. I know I've mentioned it in the past couple of episodes. So my insider tea as to the top four was wrong. Well, you
0: say we've mentioned it. You and I have discussed it, but none of it made it to the show. So
1: Uh, hey, guys. Oh, well, okay. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so the queen that I was told makes top four went home tonight. Um, So, yeah, that one. Um, So I was told she made top four and I will get to it when it comes to it, but I was actually expecting her to make top four because I actually thought the bottom two was going to be a different bottom two. Mm-hmm. I love how, I do love how the Queens are making a joke that Minnie Cooper is still haunting the workroom. Oh, um, God bless you, Minnie. We get some, we get some squashing of some drama between Queen and Beverly um i do appreciate the queen was like i'm not apologizing for anything because i don't want her to take that as a win Mm -hmm. i just i've got to apologize for the way that i acted Mm -hmm. um which i think is very big of her um and i do think like it's the one thing i've noticed this season with the queens is there's drama resolution drama resolution drama resolution there's no one yes actually yeah literally They've, they've played this really well, the producers this season.
0: Did they play it well or did just keep repeating the same thing?
1: Yeah, but you've got to remember, a lot of it will be set up by the producers.
0: True.
1: Um, so they've played it well this season. I thought it was interesting that this week there was no mini challenge. I didn't they just notice. Jumped, they just jumped straight into the maxi challenge. There was no mini challenge, no nothing. Just straight in. You get, the, you get the sirens, Rue comes in in that plaid four-piece suit, which is all plaid and just plaid everywhere and plaid on plaid on plaid.
0: Plaid, plaid, um,
1: plaid, 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 And then just go straight into this week's Maxi Challenge. And which like, was oh. what? Uh, so it's promoting each queen's hometown. So the way that it's worded at the start, it means, you know, obviously they're going to be doing a tourism video to promote their hometowns, um, but under the surface, if you're a regular drag race viewer, you know fully well it is not actually that. It's a branding challenge. So branding each queen so that way then we can get to know each queen a little bit better. Um, So not necessarily anything to do with the cities that they're from, more just let's get to know these queens better, especially at this stage of the competition, so the fans can pick their favourites.
0: And how Um, was their, obviously Ruth sets it all up, and then they go away, and they start working on their, their things. How is everyone's stick figures? It looked like they got little scrapbook pieces of paper from primary school.
1: Well, I mean, as I do love how you've got Queen and Hannah asking spanky of hers with a palm tree. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I get, I guess with storyboards, yeah, you generally just draw stick figures just to quickly to it, The they are all oh, horrible looking, like just very generic stick figures, and it's like stick. Stick. And like
0: Kathleen do you talk- think you are, girls?
1: Were you just told to quickly draw something for the camera and then you're gonna actually do it later? Um when all the queens are sitting down talking about it, Bev's original idea for the Gold Coast sounded great. Like the oh, whole her fake name? so when she's sitting there going, Oh, you know, everyone's fake, everyone's vapid, you know, everyone's like trying to be something that they're not. Like her original concept sounded great. It just sucks she didn't do any of that. Um, and then we get a lovely little chat between all the queens when Spanky makes mention about how she may not have her phone on loud because she hates the sound of it. But if you ring her, she will pick up. I think it's uh, good, a good edit for Spanky this, yes. especially this week in particular. Like she's come across as such a very likable, humble, respectable queen. Um, like, I think, yeah, I think Spanky's going to, Spanky, is gonna, Spanky is definitely going to be one of the top two for me alongside Hannah Conda.
0: I love I think, that you say this because in episode one, you were like, nah.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm willing to admit that I changed my tune as I watched the season. And the queens, like, obviously first impressions make a big, big mm-hmm. impact on people. My first impression of Spanky was I did not rate her. But watching the episodes go on, Spanky's won me over.
0: I think as well. Like she just genuinely
1: seems kind. Absolutely. Um, like, we then they get a lovely video message from First Nations model Samantha Harris. Who um,
0: today, Samantha Harris, did like our post on Instagram. Thanks, Samantha. Oh, did
1: she? She did. Oh. That's lovely. Yes. Um, I love that they're including people like Samantha Harris as special guests, like getting more first nations people on board. Cause I mean, we've got more celebrities that aren't just your stock standard white people. Like, or
0: just Jessica Malboy.
1: <laughs> I was just about to say, get Jessica Malboy on board.
0: I mean, she would totally be on board and I love it. i like, I'm here for it. Her. The only thing you I could not have... stand is when Jessica Malboy sings everything she's supposed to say. Like you could have used
1: her for the singing challenge.
0: Oh, 100% they could have done that.
1: Yeah, easily use Jessica Melboy for that. Perfect. Or oh, Casey Donovan. She's not doing anything. Well, she's not. She's just done whatever show just happened in Brisbane and stole someone's dog. Um. Did you not see that? What? Did you not see that? Dog thievery. Well, there's a big, huge story and drama about it, but allegedly.
0: Yeah, you got to say yeah, alleg- Allegedly. The police said.
1: Alleged. Well, no, Allegedly. it was just they never they never named Casey Donovan. Other people named Casey Donovan as the alleged dog feet. Um Yeah. So during the video message with Samantha Harris, the Queen's attempts some enunciation, and I, for the life of me, could not work. Could not even write. Or I tried to write down the word disestablisharianism. Was that it? You didn't even write it down, did you? Disst- Disestablished Terry neither? I feel Let's like. Let's move on before we hurt ourselves. Um, and then, obviously, they all get asked to say she done already done had herses. Mm, look what she can say. But, <laughs> <of course. laughs> but I do love how when Samantha said it, it sounded like she said she done already done had herses, as in like the car that carries the coffin, and I'm like, oh, she precursoring something here. Um, and then I didn't realise, so I had, when I rewatched this again to take down all my notes, I put the captions on so I could actually catch everything and not miss anything. When I first watched it, I thought she might've had a speech impediment. Cause when mm. she says made the best, because she says made the best swag queen win. Yes. I at first, when I first watched this on Saturday, I thought she said made the best swag queen win. And I thought she just had a speech impediment and couldn't say drag. I was like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. When I rewatched it today and it says made the best swag queen when I was like, oh. Oh, here's me thinking she just had a speech impediment. Oh. We then get a walkthrough with Rue going through all the queens and their things. Um, she starts off with Spanky and calls Spanky a dirty street whore. I mean, I mean, if
0: the... If the shoe fits. <laughs> I was going to say, if the ill-fitting pink pleather, whatever it was that she wore last week or the other week, fits. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Last Spanky week, that knows horrible who thing, she is. She's good with it. That horrible thing with the gaping flaps. Um, and then Spanky as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so... Rue essentially, Spanky goes, oh, I'm going to do it like this uh, because I'm like this, but I'm not going to do that. And Rue is just like, you're a dirty street whore. Play into that. And Spanky's just like, Rue gives you advice. You pick that advice mm-hmm. up off the table and you take it because she then realizes they're not after a tourism video of your hometown. They want to see you as a queen experiencing life in your hometown they want to know what you're like they want to know what your town is like for you yeah the yeah. fact so Beverly Kills is next she has not seen Muriel's wedding
0: she has now because she's shared it on her socials that she's watched it I feel like after that episode went to air she just got bombarded with everybody going what
1: no, um, it it was, rude,
0: it having to be like I have to rethink my whole life now
1: it would have been after she got back from filming. She would have mm. been like, I need to watch this to understand. But I was just like, how have you not seen Muriel's Wedding? It's an Australian classic.
0: That was filmed on the Gold Coast.
1: Yeah. Iconically because it filmed was, on the Gold Coast. It was down in Tweed Heads where they m- pretended it was porpoise spit.
0: Yeah. That um, hotel that, like, right at the end, that the guy's familiar yeah, in the yeah. pool and then he comes up. That's the pink hotel in Cool and Get Up. Yeah. Come on,
1: Beverly. Like, how do you not know your history, especially if you're from the Gold Coast?
0: Banned um... from the
1: Gold Coast. She's banned. <laughs> Next, she'll be telling us that she didn't know
0: that Kylie Minogue and Guy Pearce filmed that swinging safari down at the same spot at Frog Rock like five years ago.
1: Swinging safari?
0: Yeah, it was set in the 70s and, you know, Frog Rock down at Snapper Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and there's this I didn't... whale that washes up. And but the, all the parents are swinging like it's, it's a whole it, watch it it's funny Kylie Minogue's in it with Guy
1: Pierce. Oh okay no I do I think it's Guy no. Pierce. I feel like it probably is Guy Pierce. I think so. Um, Beverly Star struggles to grasp the concept of marketing herself. So Rue's dropping all these hints, being like, I want to know you, I want to know who this kid is that wants to start doing drag, and she's sitting there obviously struggling to grasp the concept of. Oh, I need to I need to brand and market myself, not the Gold Coast. Which is clearly shown in her video, which was trash. But we'll get to that. <laughs> um And we get a real quick montage, like very quick montage of Rue chatting to Queen, Hannah, and Molly, essentially telling them all the same thing to brand yourself, not the city. So I
0: don't know how very fair quick, as she could have been
1: like she very quickly, like the editing for that one, they very quickly skimmed through through their, their three walkthroughs I mean they could have easily given them all the same amount of time this episode.
0: I feel like the editors were like Molly Poppins has got 16, 16 scenes that she wants us to film we're going to have to cut some of this
1: I will get to that but I was just <laughs> like when they said that I'm like how? How? And how are all 16 of them the same thing? Um We get a workroom moment between Beverly Kills and Hannah Conda. So Beverly asking, you know, how can I I improve? You can start. Hannah Hannah cuts her off. And it's just like Hannah just out of the blue is like attacking Beverly calling her false. That Um, chair
0: spun around real quick, didn't it, when she was Uh, in that mirror?
1: Queen, Queen joining in saying that Beverly's not being authentic, both of them just essentially being like, the one thing that frustrated me, and I've got it in my notes later on and I'll bring it up again, they're just being like, just be, just be, mm. be what? Be-
0: they don't be even know what they
1: wanted to be at this point. Just, just be, just be. That's, that's fucking bullshit advice. This is the, 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 this is one of the rare times for this season. Again, I don't personally know her, but just for this season, this is one of the rare times that I'm actually siding with Beverly being that. They're attacking her and giving her absolutely no constructive advice. They're just saying, just be, just be, be what? Give her some actual constructive advice. Give her some help. She's asking for help on how to come across as more personable, more likable. And you're just telling her, just be like, fuck and off with your this hippie bullshit. Finished? Like, I mean, she's 21. Yes. She's young. She's not going to know herself at that age. None of us did. Um,
0: and you were like of other people.
1: So did I at that age. Um, I knew a lot of people at that age. Um But she's not going to know herself. She's not going to know anything about herself. She's not going to know how to really tap into everything that she can do and be. So just telling her, just be, just be is bullshit advice. Mm-hmm. Like your old, your older queens actually try and help her. Don't just give her some fucking palm off bullshit. Anyways.
0: That's how
1: she feels about that. Um, I did make a note that Spanny, 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 Spanky is getting a major winner's edit, especially in this episode, because they cut to a nice little moment with her and Bev, um, where her just being, like, very supportive of Bev and just being like, fuck those bitches, you're here for yourself, not for them. Mm-hmm.
0: And then um, team, they team that nicely with Bev's confessional saying how Spanky is just, like, the best
1: person. Top tier, a top yeah. tier human, phenomenal drag queen. Um, like literally just praising Spanky to the moon and back um, Savage Garden song. Um,
0: <laughs> which... And if you want to see my microphone perform a lip sync to, uh, it wasn't to the moon and back, not... was it? No, it was no. I Want You by Savage Garden. Yeah. Then head on over to her Instagram at my microphone with an F, not a PH, because that's crap. Though.
1: Yeah, that was, my, that was my audition song, because when you audition, you have to do a lip sync of their choice and lip sync of your own. And I chose that one to show off my lip syncing prowess because I did not miss a single fucking word. You did
0: not nail every single thing.
1: She knows how to use that now. Um, Okay, so coming back into it. So it's Maxi Challenge Time, um, directed by Michelle Visage and Suzanne Paul. Now, do you know who Suzanne Paul is? Suzanne Paul is the infomercial
0: queen who is the nice English lady who's lived here forever and she's on all the infomercials, and she does my perfect eyes, which I do use from time to time. It's actually really good, but I'm pretty sure it's just hemorrhoid cream. And um, she breath. also liked a post of ours today.
1: <coughs> same one.
0: Same one, because they were in the same
1: yeah. house. Yes, yeah, because you tagged them both. Yeah.
0: Damn right I am. Now I'm gonna get. Now I'm gonna be getting like restraining orders. I'd be like, Suzanne, do you want to come on our podcast? Do you you want to come on our podcast? Do you want to sell our, could you just sell our podcast?
1: (laughs) I did, I did love, I mean, obviously it's later in the thing going through, but I did love how she chucked in the whole, but wait, there's more. (laughs) Classic infomercial line there. Mm -hmm. Um, So we start with Queen Kong, who I'm just going to go through these really quickly because I really, I hate when they spend so much time. On them in the actual challenge, rather than yeah, because we're
0: gonna revisit it anyway
1: when we get to the judging yeah. panel. Like yeah, they don't need to show so much time on that. But I mean, Queen struggled. Um, like neither Michelle or Suzanne was really feeling it. Um, Queen wasn't really feeling it herself. Like you could tell she was struggling a little bit. Um, Spanky makes both Michelle and Suzanne laugh. And I do love the little interaction between Suzanne and Spanky when she's like, "Do you have a tagline?" Spanky's like. Palmerston North, fuck yeah! And Suzanne's like, um, nah, no, I for prefer palmies. mine. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love that. Suzanne's just like, no, no, we're gonna do mine.
0: <laughs> I mean, and I girl knows that. what works.
1: But Spanky ended up doing both anyway. Yeah. Um, I wrote, Hannah comes across as some over the top British Beatrix Potter type persona.
0: I just, like, I just, like, in the final edit, is amazing. But just when she's like, oh, you caught me shaving my toes.
1: <laughs> I, I don't didn't know why I she...
0: find that so funny.
1: It wasn't until I clicked when she's like middle Perth and shaving her toes. She's she calling hobbit. herself a hobbit. Yeah. But I didn't get that at first. When she's just like, oh, you caught me shaving my toes. I was like, okay, why? Why are you shaving your toes? Although I love when she's like, I'm going to fight a black swan. Um, yeah. Hannah, Hannah, her thing came across. Oh, that's right, Spanky's. Just quickly going back to Spanky. I do love when she did her first little thing and Michelle was like, that was a good rehearsal. Yes. And, and Spanky was like, oh, that's not the first one? Okay. <laughs> um, Molly comes across with just too many ideas. I mean, she walks in and says she's got 16 scenes to film, whereas Wait, every other queen one. has five. Like, Molly just clearly doesn't know how to edit. But of the 16 scenes, 15 of them were the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. again, as I said, my bottom two, the bottom two tonight were not my bottom two. Um, Beverly has a very obscure concept. I didn't like it. I didn't understand it. I just thought it was very convoluted. Um, Well, I mean, firstly, the Irwins
0: don't live on the Gold Coast. They live Sunshine Coast. Correct. Secondly, as Michelle said, why are you a lesbian looking for a sugar daddy?
1: Yep. But thirdly as well, like, nothing about her thing screamed anything to do with her or the Gold Coast. No.
0: So she really, when Rue was, like, pushing it in her face, going, let's hear about you. I want to know who you are. She clearly missed
1: that. Instead,
0: she wanted to wee on the poor man who got stung by the thing.
1: I mean, I would pee on him as well, but that's a different story. We then go back into the workroom and we get a lovely mirror chat with the Queens about the whole concept of family and success. Mm -hmm. Like the whole, um, your success is not, there's not determined by, you know, your family life, etc. Um, Queen opens up about her deceased sister having to hide herself and oh, so not sad. disappoint her family. Um, Yeah, it's so disappointing like to hear that still to this day, you get so many people that aren't open and supporting of what their kids want to do. And it's interesting that we got this this week because I've been watching Canada's Drag Race as well. So Canada had a lovely chat about how... So they got mirror, me- or oh, not mirror message, they got video messages. The top five got video messages from their loved ones, all supporting them. And then us down under, we had the Queens chatting about how some of their families are still not supporting them. Yeah, so it's a very, Australia. a very huge contrast between mm. the two. Um, but I thought it was a lovely, lovely chat between all the Queens discussing, you know, their families and success and how they feel and how their families feel
0: a hundred percent and it definitely gave a little bit of insight i think as to why beverly has kind of been so cagey with some of the queens and i hope that they i'm sure they all did but i hope they took it on board of the fact that you know she comes from a family where six they have to be successful and they've got to fake yeah. it until they make it and so if you i mean if you're faking it until you're making it then you are going to be a little bit disingenuine because you're trying to be something that you're not essentially, or you're not
1: yet. 100%. Like it's it's going to be tough for someone like Beverly, who if she's trying to live up to her father's expectations and essentially in her father's shadow and she's trying her best to be the best that she can be, it would be a hard thing, especially at that age, Mm -hmm. to still be doing that. Because, I mean, we're old bitter queens now. So we don't give a fuck if our family is supportive or, you know, looking out. For, I mean, granted, yes, because, again, my parents watch this I love the fact that they are supportive and look out for me and they're very keen to see me succeed. But we're at an age now where if they weren't, it wouldn't be a factor for us anymore. Mm-hmm. Like when you're still young growing up, you, you care very much what your family thinks.
0: Well, it's funny that because- this comes back around again during the conversation with Queen <coughs> in the, with the judges. Oh yeah, I've got that. Yeah. Mm. So, so
1: just yeah, full it's... circle
0: moment coming up later on, kids.
1: 100%. Um, main stage time. We get Mama Ru walking on the runway in a gorgeous gold and black silhouette. Very classic Rue. You didn't like it?
0: Love the hair, love the makeup, love the earrings, love the idea of the dress. But I've watched it back a couple of times now, and the way that the dress—you got all the different lines that go in different directions. The lines that go across her breasts make them look like ones up here and ones down here.
1: I oh, know she has that all the time. I've noticed that a lot. Come her on, boobs babe. always look like her boobs always look lopsided. Um, like yours
0: did that night. You had too many. Yeah. Uh, too many moms. we don't talk
1: we don't talk about that mate
0: no we just watch we it don't.
1: back on repeat no 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 you do i don't
0: i do i show it to strangers in the street look at this drunk what queen
1: watch her take her tits off um <laughs> she puts them on her head in a minute um but yeah i thought mama roo looked good i thought it was a classic roo silhouette Nothing outstanding, nothing like wow factor.
0: Do you like Rue um, when she has red hair, but?
1: I enjoy it because it's different mm. because, I mean, we've, we know Rue is the quintessential blonde, so when she does something different, I like it. I mean, she brought some amazing looks last season. Like that that Ugg boot look, like those that thigh-high boots with the, like, the jacket and the bun piece of the same material. Oh, that was just perfection. No, but two more
0: episodes to see what she's going to pull out of the bag.
1: Not expecting much. Um, I do think it was interesting to note there was no guest judge again. Again, yes, they could have used Suzanne. They were not going to zoom in, you know. I I really think Stan needs to up the budget. Like Stan needs to throw some more money. But, I mean, they're making a shit ton of money. The gays are all paying subscriptions to watch Drag Race. So they need to throw some... They've
0: got all the drag races on there.
1: Yeah. Like, they really need to throw some more money at Down Under to up not only production values, but get some guest judges on every single week. Um, Runway theme this week is the swimsuit edition. I was excited to see this because I'm like, okay, drag swimsuits, very rarely done because it's hard to get a good, you know, Silhouette in a swimsuit and get a nice, you know, look, etc. cetera. Um, and I was proven right. Um, we get Queen Kong down first in a nude and white one piece. She's channeling a, preci- a Pacific, a Pacific warrior queen called Napa Noir. Napa Noir? Napa, Noir. Napa Noir. Um, I thought it was okay. It was... There wasn't anything majorly wrong with it. It just wasn't, wow.
0: I thought, I can't remember which judge said it. It was either Michelle or Rue said that it, it saying that it's probably Reese said that it um, moved really well on the stage, which Mm. it did. That beautiful light fabric is going to do that. But then I think it was Reese actually. And then they said that when she was standing still.
1: You could see all the unfinished elements. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. Like, but it just like, I get like she's channeling, you know, a goddess here, but I'm your golden girl, I'm your Aphrodite, all right? Like, come on. That, like, let's get, let's
1: get goddess. Yeah. That's, a goddess I was just,
0: isn't going to wear like some tights on her arms, pretending they're gloves with some crystals on them.
1: I just didn't understand why on the nude part of her One Piece, why there was just a little bit of stones at the hip, but then the rest of it was just plain. Like, why wouldn't you take the stones all the way up through where those two white bits were? Like there was just so much more that I feel like she probably could have done. Um, it was just, yeah.
0: Makeup and hair was lovely though.
1: Oh, she always looks phenomenal. Mm. Um, Spanky Jackson next paying homage to Pamela Anderson in the Baywatch era. I thought this outfit was incredible. um, I didn't like the random different sized stones all over it. I feel like it should have just been one sized stone to give it a little bit of sparkle. Um, and I hated the boots.
0: Well, it's funny you just say that. As somebody who, in an old job, used to be a manager for Ugg, and Pamela Anderson mm. made Uggs so famous in the 90s, she should have wore
1: the Ugg heels. with the Ugg huffy. have heels?
0: Yeah.
1: Do they still have them?
0: I'll hook you up. It's fine.
1: Yeah, please. Um, I want. I want a pair of UGG heels.
0: Yeah, no, they're really cute. Um, they do all sorts of different ones. Um, but yeah, like if she had had UGG heels on, like,
1: yeah, elevated. Yeah. I mean, the judges do call her out on having a thirsty hair, which it was. It was very thirsty hair. And
0: they they call her out pretty soon after the fact that she's like, and this is the biggest hair I've ever worn. And They're like. <laughs> she thirsty <laughs>
1: yeah. um but i mean she looked she looked great like one of my favorites of the night um yeah like if i was gonna do a swimsuit look this would 100 percent be my first choice to do is the Baywatch
0: swimsuit. and it was like even though the heels were a bit of a mess the rest of it was cohesive Benny yes. did say he wished that she didn't have a blow up um lifesaver
1: oh yeah
0: and that she had like a a real one a
1: real one yeah don't don't, you know much of a muchness I didn't notice it was blot so Benny's paying more attention to detail than I am next we have Molly Poppins as a GC meter mate (sighs) I thought it was boring there was just it was not elevated it was a gold one piece with a sash and a hat and she started talking like Gemma Collins, which I didn't understand because Gemma Collins is not from the GC. I mean, her initials are GC, but it's got nothing to do with the Gold Coast. Um, I just thought she could have elevated it. I, it just it was boring for me.
0: Um, yeah, look, I agree. She came out as a meter maid and I was like, she first did drag on the Gold Coast? Is this new information? Like,
1: I was shocked by that too because, I mean, Depending on how long she's been doing drag. I mean, she was famous
0: in the 90s when she had that TV show. So she must be
1: doing it a while. (laughs) Took me a second. (laughs) No, but seriously, like, I was just like, Molly started doing drag on the Gold Coast. So when did she start doing drag on the Gold Coast? Because I've lived here 12, 13 years. And did you move to the Gold Coast? When I was 21, so I'm 33 this year, so 12 years ago. Um, hmm. So 2010, 2010, I moved where to the Gold Coast.
0: I moved here in 2008. Cheers to us old queens.
1: Chink. Um, so depending on when she was doing drag on the Gold Coast here.
0: 1975. I, she was one of the original meter maids.
1: I never heard of her. So I was shocked when she was like, I started drag on the Gold Coast. I'm like, where? With, where, did you, where did you start drag what, which club with who um, but yeah I just thought her outfit was boring um, moving on because that's all I have to say about that Hanaconda as a futuristic belly of the dolls mixed with Barbarella-esque bathing suit I have my theories um, about this I liked the idea like, the idea was a great idea. Execution, not so much. Um, I didn't like the colour of the one piece underneath. Like, that weird, like, royal blue with the purple spirals and the purple bikini bottom.
0: Looks better yeah. in her photo shoot that she's done afterwards. The colours look really, really flattering and really pretty. Um, they
1: always do. Yeah,
0: on camera, on the, like, video camera on the talkies, doesn't look good, but I will say I have a theory, and my theory is probably wrong, and that's okay, because I'm allowed to be wrong. I'm usually wrong, Uh, but I feel like looking back on all of Hannah's outfits, I feel like Hannah might be a body-conscious queen. Like, I feel like she covered up intentionally, because she may not like something, whatever that might be, and I I'm not judging. I'm not saying anything bad. I would be a body conscious queen myself. Like I don't like my belly bits and we've all got the lumps and bumps we don't like. And I think she took this in a direction where she was like, I can cover up but still
1: make it fun. I get that. I get that. I get where you're coming from with that. Didn't think of that sort of avenue for it. So that's an interesting sort of look on it um yeah maybe Mm -hmm. um lastly we've got beverly kills as another gc meter maid i liked her outfit more than molly's hers was a lot more elevated um i didn't like that coat thing that she was wearing when she walked down i thought that was unnecessary and just
0: i think she just wanted that reveal of the little
1: Yeah, but didn't need it
0: no didn't didn't have you seen beverly's photo shoot pictures
1: on the ocean like on the sand mm-hmm. yeah i have yes the
0: wig she will she keeps doing this. she keeps putting the wrong wig with the outfit. and i know michelle said during the critiques that she loved beverly's wigs that she wore this
1: episode of But all of her photo shoots are a different wig because it works better Yep.
0: yeah but the wig she wore on the shoot a hundred times better than that like almost afro mm-hmm. vibe wig that she wore mm-hmm
1: And she does that with all of her photos. Mm. She puts a different wig with the outfit and it works better. Beauty of hindsight.
0: It's a wonderful thing.
1: But I do think that Beverly's me-to-made outfit was better than Molly's me-to-made outfit. Um, I think Molly's me-to-made outfit was very basic and generic. Beverly's was a little bit more elevated.
0: I agree. I think what Molly did well was pay homage to the classic meter maid, whereas Beverly turned it into a drag meter maid.
1: But I don't think the meter maids wore one pieces. I thought they wore bikinis. I'm fairly certain they wore bikinis. Or did they used to wear one pieces and then switch to a bikini?
0: I mean, they definitely did wear bikinis. I've seen many pictures of meter maids in bikinis. Mm. But I made you know, maybe it was a, maybe it was a, Dependent on the year, maybe when Molly was here, all those many, many thousands of years ago, meter maids on the Gold Coast were wearing one pieces Amazing. and bloomers. Mm.
1: So, I mean, again, if I had this category, I would do, I would have done something similar to Spanky Jackson, but as a backup, I probably would have gone with. Um, I probably would have gone very um sports illustrated cover like
0: did you see the other the other girls the yes
1: um mini Uri's coopers. was stunning
0: Yuri's was amazing but i think in terms of like a simple elegance i really enjoyed mini cooper's yeah um very yeah. much demure and for a woman of a certain age if that's not ageist for me to say um wasn't a fan of pamaras didn't get Pomara's, like she was the last one to post, yeah, and it was a heavily edited photoshop upside down like
1: yeah event,
0: um faux furs was pretty,
1: pretty exactly it was not wow,
0: no, Aubre so she was... would she would have been out it that week if she was doing it.
1: Aubrey's was good, but yeah, what
0: was Aubrey's, oh jellyfish, yeah, yeah, yeah outside of the box, but yeah, I think. If we had those queens still with us, Yuri would have been safe that week. This week,
1: mm.
0: Minnie probably would have been
1: safe. Safe. Well, I mean, that's just based on the runway alone, not yeah. the challenge, because we don't yeah. know how they would have gone with the challenge. Um, don't know which girl we has get a marketing degree. <laughs> we then get a we then get the world premiere of each of the queens' ads, um, starting with Queen Kong. Her ad was okay. I thought several of the jokes fell flat. Um, I just came across very struggle bus, the queen. Like, again. I put my just, notes,
0: I put, not terrible,
1: not funny. No, yeah, it's just, it, and that's the, that's the thing. It just, it just it just wasn't funny. The Like, the jokes just didn't land. And I think that's the worst thing you can do while trying to do a funny thing is just not have your jokes land. Mm. Um, I do love that we do get a touching moment between her and Queen discussing the shame Queens of Colours feel and how their parents react to them being gay and doing drag. Like when Queen mentioned that her dad called her and said, <laughs> are you going to be using your last name? Like, that was like, just...
0: Yes, dad, because it's mine.
1: See, I, I would have turned around and been like, no, because I want absolutely zero ties to you. Like if my and this is why I'm so grateful that I've got supportive parents. If my parents had turned around and been so unsupportive of me doing drag, I would have gladly, gladly lost my last name and been like, well then I'd happily distance myself from you guys. So I'm so grateful that I've got supportive parents. Um so I can't I can't imagine how hard it must be for people like Queen or even RuPaul. When RuPaul started talking about her own experiences, mm, and just being so like.
0: personal for her to share.
1: Especially when she. It's RuPaul. Yeah. And when she turned around and was like, that'll be the last time you ever search for his validation. Um, like it was so touching to see that sort of moment between Ru and one of the Queens, especially Queen Kong, another queen of color. Um. Because Rue can obviously relate and empathize and, and and like connect with her on that sort of level. So it was a really touching moment to to see all that. Um Spanky Jackson next. Her ad was hilarious, delusional, and chaotic, but in the best way.
0: She was giving us Pamela Anderson on the runway and she was giving us once again Jennifer Coolidge in her. Commercial. I was just
1: like I really, I really wish they had have kept the thing that they got rid of in the, um, in the process of them just walking up and punching her in the tip. I thought that would have been so much funnier. Like, I don't know. Even I did like Mich- it
0: when she did her real butch, give me your chips.
1: Oh, that was hilarious. But when Michelle was like, why would he be punching you in the tip? Why That's wouldn't he? No, but why wouldn't he just walking up and just punching the tip? Because it would just be so stupid and just so, nonsensical that you would laugh at it. You'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, uh, but it was a it was a very good, good week for Spanky. Mm. Um Molly's ad. She opens with a stolen line from Moira Rose.
0: What was the line? Oh, I'm the standing in a I'm... town where
1: yeah. I currently am. I was just like girl, really? You're gonna you're gonna open with a quite clearly stolen. You I'd
0: heard that before. I couldn't think where I'd heard it from. Moira Rose. Um
1: I thought her ad was just a mess. Um I didn't I didn't find any of it funny. I feel I like the think... only
0: reason she was safe, spoiler alert kids, Molly's safe, was because Rue enjoyed the part where she was like, Hold my hair back and said whatever that girl's name was.
1: Stephanie. Stephanie. Stephanie, hold my hair back.
0: Rue thought that was funny. And it's like you keep saying over and over again, if you make Rue laugh,
1: you're good. Mm-hmm. Hannah's ad. Very fairy tale. Um, she utilizes amazing visual effects. Um, and I wrote, it was just stupid, but in like a good way. Like 100%. The, I mean, she fought the, She
0: fought a giant black swan.
1: The black swan that was after the white random piece of white bread that she carries around with her. Like, I thought that was just... Looking stupid. They're at the
0: end. It's like Michelle said. Like she really, like Michelle was like, I'm really worried about. I was really worried about you, but you played it and you had every faith in the, you know, the production yep. team, the post team. But in saying that, she had the best visuals in the post edit than mm-hmm. any other girl. And was that because they'd set her up for success, or was that because she actually gave them I if, to work with in post. And they were like, okay, well,
1: here's a giant
0: black swan. Here she is. I Kings if, Park. I've been to Kings Park. I never got to see any people playing with the bats and balls. I was too little.
1: I wonder if she asked, because again, that's all it takes is just asking what they can and can't do. Mm-hmm. And like, if she just asked and said, hey, can you put in me fighting a giant black swan? They would have said no if they couldn't do it. And it would have been like, okay, well, then I'll come up with something different. So and I wonder like if the a other little
0: fairy tale land where she was, where she was shaving her toes was so much mm. nicer than everyone else's backdrops.
1: Again, I would say it's just come down to asking, just yeah. going, this is what I want to do. Can we do it? Yes. Cool. Sweet. Let's move so ahead. So Hannah
0: clearly sees And like she has done with all of her runways, you know, like at the beginning of the season, we are like, she should have won with the moth. She should have won with yes. this one. She should have won this. She sees the bigger picture. Yes. She sees the production side of it, not just, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to pretend to be, Bindi Irwin's lesbian sister. It's like there there is a story to this. You can create with this. She's a content creator, essentially.
1: She sees it. Speaking of which, Beverly Kills' ad was next and it was horrible. It was horrible. I hated it. The concept made no sense. It didn't didn't showcase Beverly. It didn't showcase the Gold Coast.
0: Thank goodness there were men in underwear. That's all I can say.
1: Oh, like the whole, but the, the back, the initial backdrop and the ending backdrop of her in a rainforest made no sense. Um, the whole come back to Party City where you belong. Like,
0: while standing in a rainforest, like you would have used a backdrop of Surface Paradise, surely. Also, oh, um,
1: oh, especially Paradise
0: is no Vegas. Just
1: like, no. Like, the whole thing was just, it made no sense. The concept wasn't there. The whole execution wasn't there her acting like a Ruffer's rough Guts lesbian younger sister of Bindi Irwin, but still looking glamorous and not looking anything like a Ruffer's Guts lesbian. Like, or an Irwin. It was just, I think Beverly completely missed the mark on everything in this challenge. Well, it's like and,
0: they said, the judges said, she 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 got the assignment, which was beginning, middle and end. That's about yeah. as far as it went for me. Like,
1: yeah. It
0: that was wasn't it. Re- as as two two queer people who live on the Gold Coast. There's nothing relatable. Nothing meets like it was
1: incoherent Mm-mm. gibberish. Sorry, Bev. Maybe you should have done yep. Brisbane instead. She, she dropped in a couple of names of Gold Coast things like the Aqueduct and the strip joint, but that was it.
0: No one's been on the Aqueduct since before the pandemic.
1: We then get the dreaded question: Who should go home and why? Everyone says Beverly, um, which I was expecting, um, and Beverly herself was expecting, and Beverly says, fuck all them bitches, and then names Queen as her one that she said should go home. Because,
0: um, see, here's the fun thing. Rue was like, who should go home and why? Queen says Beverly because Beverly has no wins on the board. Spanky says Beverly because of the stats. Molly says... Beverly, but we get no why as tamale thinks Mm. beverly uh hannah says beverly because she was the weakest tonight and then beverly says queen because queen stumbled a few times
1: Mm. it's always but it's always the case whenever this question gets asked it obviously puts it like you always know it's coming every season it'll come at some point in time but it always throws the queens and they never know what to say Um, but I find every season there is always one queen that gets named by every other queen.
0: I think as well, because at this point in the game, if you're there and you're doing this day in day out with each of these girls, you're all going to know who, Mm -hmm. you know, who's the outcast. Like let's say Beverly went home weeks ago and Minnie was still there. And we know post Minnie leaving that, she felt disconnected from the girls and nobody was talking to her and all of this stuff that, you know, if she was still there, they would all go mini.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. It just comes down to, I don't think, it, I don't think it's even that. I think it comes down to each of the Queens. I find nine times out of 10, they're not actually giving an honest answer. Um, I find just based on watching this show, as long as I have, and every time this question gets asked, they always pick the queen that the judges have already initial uh, have already pretty much said is going to be in the bottom. Like, if you notice, there's never a case of them going, actually, I feel like this is the weakest queen based on my opinion. It's always like, Oh, you guys have said that queen's the bottom. I'm going to say that queen's who I pick as well. Um, we get to our version of untucked, which is all of like five minutes of an episode. I still think we deserve a full untucked. Um, Maybe
0: that Hannah, can be the next podcast.
1: Hannah comes to Beverly again. Um, like Beverly's in her fields talking about it and Hannah just starts going her just being like, just be, just be, you know, just be like I As- literally got written here I've got written here. They keep saying be, just be, and I don't fucking get it. What does that mean? Like what does just be mean? Like it's a cop out of a thing to tell someone, just be, just fuck off well,
0: with that do it. In, in Bev's defence to that comment she does come back I feel like she was sick of hearing that that same thing being said to her because she does come back and she goes maybe this is just me maybe this is me just being
1: but again I don't agree with that no, I don't either she,
0: but I think if somebody is saying to you just be just be like, just be you're going to get to a point where you're just sick
1: of hearing Like, like she's okay. 20 she's She's 21. She doesn't know who she is yet. She doesn't know who she is. She doesn't know what she's about. Like, that's stuff that you'd learn as you grow up and as you age, you determine... Like, Does she know who she
0: wants to be? Just be
1: yeah. But I loved when Beverly turned around and told Hannah to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or, no, fuck off. Fuck off, sorry. She's like, just fuck off.
0: Also, um, before... I think it was before she did that, Hannah went to say something else and Queen put a hand on Hannah's leg and said, just let her, let Beverly talk. Yeah. Which, fair, because Hannah was really, like,
1: what oh was it that said somebody
0: came out, somebody like a pit bull one time? It was that again.
1: Mini, mini going at. Oh, now oh. imagine
0: a pit bull with those lips coming at you.
1: <laughs> we then come back to the run, to the main stage. I honestly thought Beverly and Molly were going to be the bottom two. Was Same. not expecting it to be. Not expecting it to be a Berlin and Queen. Um, Hannah has announced as the winner. Um, and we've got both Hannah and Spanky now on three wins each.
0: Mm, which we didn't mention at the beginning, but um, Hannah said she was going to do it this week because Spanky was she like, did too. Got That's three right. wins.
1: Spanky starts going, I've got two wins. Oh, actually, I've got three wins. And Hannah's like, I'm going to join you this week. Um We then get a lip sync battle between Queen Kong and Beverly Kills to the beginning by RuPaul. Once again, Stan needs to throw some more fucking money in the budget for this show and get the music rights to better fucking songs. Like, I feel like the music rights to a RuPaul song comes with
0: the fact that you've got RuPaul on contract.
1: No, but that's the thing is they don't have to pay rights to a RuPaul song because it's RuPaul's song. Which I get, but that's what I mean. Throw some fucking money at it. Like, we've got a plethora of Australian and New Zealand artists. I mean, they don't even have to be that. We did a Gaga song two weeks ago. Like, throw some fucking money at this show. Get us some decent lip sync songs for the queens to battle it out to. I thought it was an absolutely horrendous song choice. The queens did as best as they could with this fucking horrendous song. Um... But yeah. They showed they showed up their acrobatic prowess.
0: So everybody online is saying how this is one of the best lip sync battles of all time.
1: I don't think so. I I agree with the
0: person who said this lip sync battle was like when you're playing
1: Street Mortal Fighter
0: of Mortal Kombat and you're just like butt me
1: Yeah, you you sent me that meme today it's anybody. true that's what it but, was same yeah, move it, over and over and over and but over it wasn't even that like the queens were just like flipping and splitting and jumping like it was a great show of acrobatic prowess but i don't think it was a great lip sync
0: i got it. i gotta stop you there was it a great show of acrobatic prowess if somebody did I'm really wishing i could remember the line from bring it on a Double back
1: handspring, but... no, 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 no. Front handspring, step out round off, back hamstring, step out round off, back hamstring, full twisting layup.
0: If someone did that, that would have been a display of acrobatic prowess. Again,
1: I didn't think it, I didn't think it was the greatest. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was okay. Just it didn't wow me. It wasn't phenomenal. It wasn't like, yeah, eh. Um, But I did know that Queen was be- that Queen would be saying, knew it.
0: Because you had some tea, or you had a feeling in your. T-
1: no, t- as soon as as soon as Queen and Beverly were named as the bottom two, and this song started, I was like Queen's saying. Like the they're best not doing-
0: Bit the best bit of the lip sync, and I think it's the bit that everyone was like, oh my god, that was like the best lip sync, was not the strange. I'm not even going to call it acrobatics. So I'm just going to call it throwing yourself around a stage. But was at the very beginning where they almost bumped into each other
1: oh and the look they gave each other
0: like yep. that was like that was when you you knew you were like
1: this these, is gonna bitches, be a these
0: bitches are going to be like, like it's on
1: bring it yep. on so obviously Queen Kong stays Beverly kills Sashay's away with her exit line I may not be able to make you laugh but I'll always make you scream in agony <laughs> and we end up with our top four, who consist of Spanky Jackson with three wins, Hannah Conda with three wins, Queen Kong with one win, and Molly Poppins with who one win. Who shouldn't be there. <laughs> so, and we get a preview for next week, which is the makeover episode. From, from the preview, it looks like it's going to be a bad week for Molly and Spanky just based on the preview um but again previews can be deceptive but yeah that was this week's episode but that was an interesting one it um, was. so thank you once again for joining us on the Windup. I have been microphone I have been Sean
0: <laughs> we, we don't we
1: don't we don't plan any of this, this is all just ad-libs. Um but this has been the wind up, a weekly recap show of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Don't forget once again you can follow us over on our Instagram at the windup underscore pod to keep up to date with all of the outtakes from this week's episode as well as previous weeks. And all the little backstage tidbits and gossip we have here regarding the queens of Drag Race Down Under. You can follow me at microphone with an F not a PH. You can follow him at Sean philip official because one day I will be an official person. Same. Um, but otherwise, thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next week for our semi-final episode mm. where we cull four queens down to three. Thank you all for joining us, and cheers! Yes.